0: Hey there, my name is Barbara McDermott with Shift Formula, and I just wrapped a classroom session with my, my clients, my students, my Shift Insiders. We collectively know a thing or two about blood sugar and insulin and how the two of them are intimately related and at the very heart of every metabolic lousy on the planet today. You know, we talk about insulin suppression within our community because, in my opinion, it's the health move of the next decade. Some of us have been suppressing insulin for a decade already. But getting this information out to the masses is kind of challenging. Most people will brush you off and say, just eat more fruits and vegetables, blood sugar and insulin. Just do some more laps. Well, if your insulin levels are up, the laps aren't going to help you to lose any weight. We get the brush off. Don't worry about it. Um, just eat real foods. Just go without meat once a week. I say go without wheat once a week. Try that one because wheat has way more to do with blood sugar and insulin than meat does. Okay, that's a whole other topic of crazy. However, it's true. So this classroom we just finished, we're talking about the power of quieting the insulin response in our body. You see, your body, my body, if we're fortunate enough, our pancreas is working just fine. And in response to blood sugar, which comes from the food we eat and other things, but mostly from the food that we eat, in response to that, your pancreas will release a proportionate amount of insulin. And that's really cool because it allows all the cells of our bodies to receive that signal, open up, and allow the blood sugar to go into the cell to be used for fuel. Blood sugar is just sugar floating around your bloodstream being delivered to cells to be used for fuel. That's what blood sugar is. So insulin is known as the blood sugar lowering hormone. But what we don't usually hear very often is that insulin is also your fat storage hormone, right? So if you've been walking around with a spare tire that it just won't budge, you cannot lose the belly waist weight. Chances are you have an insulin problem. You might have what they call hyperinsulinemia or insulinemia, (laughs) which is simply that your blood sugar, when it's tested, looks like it's non-diabetic. However, it's taking a lot of insulin to handle that blood sugar. Guess where your blood sugar is going? around your waist is belly fat thanks to insulin when insulin is present in your body in higher than optimal amounts you can be running on the treadmill you can be dieting you can be trying everything to lose weight and your body won't release it you see when insulin levels are elevated uh, fat burning enzyme lipase isn't produced we cannot burn body fat when insulin levels are elevated Now, another thing about insulin, most people don't know that blood sugar, excuse me, blood sugar supports cancer cells. Cancer cells are voracious appetite. They just want to grow and grow and grow and grow, unchecked growth. So they love it when you give them a surge of blood sugar and insulin that responds to the blood sugar allows those cancer cells to open up and let that blood sugar glucose in to fuel the cancer cell growth. And Insulin's also responsible for assisting cancer cells' angiogenesis, creating a new blood supply network. It's like an alien. Yeah. Just reaching down to the blood supply to suck up more glucose for growth. So insulin suppression and blood sugar regulation Alzheimer's, which is type three diabetes, fibromyalgia, chronic pain, heart disease occurs because blood sugar corrodes your delicate blood vessels. And then insulin responding to the blood sugar ensures that the blood vessel actually gets thicker or grows. Insulin is a completely anabolic hormone. It's all about growing things. I'm gonna be 58 this year, I'm done growing. I do not want to have higher than optimal amounts of insulin. So I, and those I teach and help, we keep blood sugar in check and we keep insulin suppressed. And we use these five simple kind of an acronym just to kind of hit it out and help us to understand why and how you can easily suppress the amount of fat storage hormone you have circulating on a regular basis. And then the cool thing is, You forget to eat because you're not hungry. See, those of us who manage or suppress insulin release, we don't have cravings. We don't have a spare tire around our waist. We don't have restless leg. We're not afraid of Alzheimer's in our genetic pool or heart disease. We feel younger than we had in years. Some of us, our 50s and 60s are better than our 30s and 40s were because we understand, oh my gosh, I had no idea that insulin was so overly present in my life yeah a lot of us have insulinemia again that means a lot of insulin circulating and if you have packed on the pounds right in here you either have insulin resistance and or insulinemia kind of both the same things in fact the elevated amounts of insulin except insulin resistance is implicated in the uh, that your blood sugar is also too high. But just remember, blood sugar ends up around our waist as belly fat. It also ends up as advanced glycated end products, corroding delicate proteins. Our eyes start to deteriorate. Our joints start to creak. Our blood vessels start to weaken and become brittle. And we start to lose the feeling on the bottom of our feet. Not cool. Can be reversed. the insulin down let's take a look at how the first one I use the word I use the letter M because I like to remind myself that what I put in my mouth it really matters and you know when I hear the New Year's resolutions of have a meatless Monday and I'm not pro animal products but I'm just sharing this basic science okay if you have a meatless Monday For morality reasons, your metabolic system doesn't perform based upon morality. It only works upon basic metabolic principles. So, Meatless Monday is all about not eating meat. Meat is just fat and protein, it's no carbohydrate. Do you know that fat doesn't increase blood sugar and insulin response? Protein does a bit, but carbohydrate, yo, carbohydrate completely because carbohydrate is blood sugar. See, carbohydrate on your table, once it's inside of your body, becomes sugar in your bloodstream. So carbohydrate is blood sugar, and carbohydrate will indeed stimulate an insulin response. And wheat is one of the highest density foods of glucose, sugar, blood sugar, that there is possibly to eat. So instead of a meatless Monday, I would urge you to consider a Wheatless Monday and see how that works out, okay? Your blood sugar will stay steadier and insulin, the fat storage hormone, would be way less a part of your life. So what goes in our mouth? We watch, we do something we call being glucose aware. We are aware of which foods generate glucose inside of us because glucose is blood sugar. Every single one of us have blood sugar. Every single one of us, every time we eat, have an elevation in blood sugar. Every single one of us who eat glucose foods and have an elevation in blood sugar will have an insulin response. And again, you will know insulin has been working against you if you're carrying weight right around your middle. I call that your insulin belt. Brought to you, belly fat brought to you by insulin. It was your blood sugar, now it's been converted to belly fat. It's all just fuel. Okay, Okay. so watching what we put in our mouth is one thing, and the cool thing is, when you start to become glucose aware and eat less glucose-heavy foods, there's more space in your diet for flavorful, filling, fat-focused foods. You know, let's talk about alliteration. And when you start eating more fat-focused foods, this starts to happen. The measure of time between your meals, guess what happens? it gets longer it gets longer okay you will have more periods of not being hungry I can't stress how freeing that is we inside our community we keep saying I forgot to eat I forget to eat I forget to eat now for many of us that was something that we thought couldn't even be possible but when insulin levels stay quiet you do forget to eat why why what do you think insulin levels are quiet and insulin is your fat storage hormone and when insulin levels are down low you you can dine in on the fuel you've been carrying you start burning up your body fat that's how weight loss happens gotta get the insulin down you start dining in because you're dining in your energy needs are met you don't have hunger you forget to eat so you eat less and less often. This is how intermittent fasting happens without you realizing it. That's the best way to introduce yourself. Just forget to eat. So, when we watch what we put into our mouth, the measure of time between our feedings starts to lengthen. When we're not eating, insulin is way down low. Body fat burning is to go. Yes, okay. Moving to the next category. This one's important because every day we've heard this. You know, I'm a fitness instructor. I used to own a mega club everybody how important it was to move every day right you got to move it and it's true you do because when we move when we're using our muscles to walk to the mailbox take a hike down the street walk around the park whatever right go with your friends during lunch break and take take a couple laps in your sneakers anytime we're moving we are sweeping blood sugar from our circulatory system which means insulin is not going to have to be as prevalent because insulin help us Blood sugar gets shuttled into the muscles, yes, but the more you're using it, it's not going to end up around your waist. The blood sugar you don't use for energy needs for the day, you're going to start carrying it around your middle. This is how we accumulate body weight, especially as we hit middle age, right? It happens because we don't realize insulin is so overly present that we actually become resistant to it, and your body will start making more of it. That's why many of us feel like losing weight is impossible. Guess what? It actually is impossible. If I don't get insulin levels down, weight loss is not going to happen. And by weight loss, I mean body fat reduction, right? Using up body fat. No one loses body fat. You've got to use. you got to use up your body fat. It won't happen when insulin is elevated. So moving sweeps sugar out of your bloodstream and uses glucose. And then if you're moving and your insulin levels are in check, and you'll know if you're an insider, you know what that means. Then when you're doing your workout, you're working on you, right? Your, Your body's operating on your body fat. That's the win of the next decade. Okay, next word that also in this activity category is your muscles. Stimulated muscles demand glucose. Stimulated muscles have more insulin receptors. There's my tennis ball muscle cell. You see a couple of pins on there. That represents insulin receptors. That's the muscle. Of course, it's not quite. But this is my uh, visual aid. Now, take the same muscle and stimulate it by lifting weights three times a week. Whew. Look, there's more insulin receptors. When there are more insulin receptors, what don't you have to produce as much of? Insulin. Any way we can suppress our body's need to release insulin, we win. Because every time insulin is low, body fat burning is a go, and cancer cells are compromised. It's a lot to it. A lot to it. So if you are an exerciser or you you belong to a gym or you get together with friends, make sure you're doing a little bit of cardio moving, but then I want you to lift some weights. Okay, here's my 20 pounders. I want you lifting weights. Boom, boom, right? Use the big guns. Of course, you know, use what's big for you. doesn't mean you do to lift heavy weights, but muscles that are stimulated is another avenue to reducing insulin levels in our body. Okay, what we put in our mouth, the measure of time between our feedings, moving, muscle work. And then the last one, Jedi mind trickery. Not really, but kind of. You know, what we think, the thoughts we think. Every cell in our body is eavesdropping on our thoughts. Hold captive your thoughts. What we think about comes about, right? And how. But how would the mind possibly influence blood, sugar, and insulin? Well, if I have an emotional rise to a crisis at work or a cup that's going on, you know how we react, right? Well, when we have a reaction, we're in that that, uh, pathway called fight or flight. I'm going to fight this or I'm going to run from it, right? So your body needs instant energy. So what does it do for you? Even though you're sitting at your desk, you don't need to fight. You don't need to flee. Your body is only reacting to your emotional response. Your brain tells your liver to release some of its stored glycogen, which is glucose, which is blood sugar. Now you have a blood sugar rise and you haven't even eaten anything. This one I really feel for our diabetes friends and our type 1 diabetes friends. You have a blood sugar rise just because you got emotional. So now you're going to have an insulin release or I need to inject insulin for those of you who don't have the ability to just create your cells but so just by the thoughts we think we can have a rise of insulin which means body fat burning is turned off it also means we age faster you know blood sugar ends up as belly fat that we carry and as I said earlier it also can be broken down by your body and ends up sticking to the proteins all over us that's the natural Uh, kind of decomposition. You know, our body just starts to degrade, kind of rusts out. It gets sticky and gummy. Amyloid plaque of Alzheimer's, atherosclerosis of heart disease, neuropathy in the bottom of your feet and your fingers, no longer able to feel correctly. There's a, I have a story about that one I'll share another day. People dying because they can't feel the bottom of their feet and don't even realize they have an open wound. It's happening. And it's all because of this. And if we just knew these simple five, and they don't, they don't have to be extreme, and even if you took these two out, and this is a health club owner, even if you took those two out with this and this, because you just forget to eat more and more often, that neuropathy doesn't have to be. If you are a seeker of understanding the science behind how all this health phenomenon works, if you're confused about all the food directives out there, go to forgettoeat.com. It's a real thing, everybody. Forgettoeat.com. Willpower is fleeting. It's a finite resource. You can't battle the cravings. You can for a time. We all get tired.